0: Welcome to the podcast series, Volunteering Champs of Broome. We're taking some time to sit down for a chat with some of our champion volunteers. We'll hear how volunteering has impacted on their lives and learn just how much they contribute to keeping our community happy. Our unsung heroes have plenty of knowledge to share, so sit down, tune in, and be inspired by our volunteering champs. Since arriving in a modified coach as an almost grey nomad, Chris Danazzo has found a home at the Broome Motocross Club. Using his skills as a project manager, Chris is now an integral part of a club that has big ambitions. Stay tuned to hear part two of Chris's story. It's a transient place here in Broome. Uh, volunteers tend to come and go from clubs and organisations. What sort of advice do you have for those community clubs or organisations out there in terms of looking after your volunteers? What, what should they be doing to, to make sure they're, they're looking after them?
1: I, th- I think that's a very important question, not uh, not only just for volunteers, but for committee mem- for committees and and for clubs to keep them vibrant. We're facing a bit of a challenge uh, this year because some of our um, committee members and some of the real drivers in our organisation and some of our um, really motivated, hardworking um, volunteers are leaving. Um, We're not exactly sure how to replace them, but what we are sure about is that we need to spend a lot of time thinking about, in future, how to succession plan um, so that, not only just for committee members, but for volunteers, so that we don't have a break from one job to another. Um, So I think the thing that we could do better in our club is we could have better overlaps between people leaving and people coming. So for instance, we have, um, we have a, a, a sort of a loose rule that the, the um, president would, will be for two years and the vice president will be for two years and so on down the track, but they will overlap. So that you won't get a, a president and a vice president and a secretary in the same two years. You'll only get that once. I, I've described that badly, but if you know what I mean, so, yeah, so the, the, yeah, there'll be an overlap.
0: Yeah, you've still got a, the experienced
1: people involved. At yeah, at some point. yeah, which which helps with you know because then if I say to, if we say to somebody you want to be president, oh, it, it's daunting. And it, but you say oh well, don't worry about it because the vice president will be there and and he's been there for a year and so and the same with volunteers. Um, you know, it's it's difficult to get people to come out. And, um, and do the, do the long term. What, the way we try and get continuity with our volunteers is that we identify jobs that need to be done. Uh, so a task rather than, um, you know, rather than the name of, of a particular position. So we have jobs like um, uh, track preparation and we have two people that that's their job, that's their task. They volunteer to do that, and one is leaving this year, but the the other one has been on board for a while. So we really only need to sort of fill that little spot. Um, maintenance of the re tick, or maintenance of the grass, for instance, we've got a big beautiful grassed area here. Rather than just have that job floating around in the air, we have a job. We have a job that we say. At our general meetings or whenever we say, who would like to take the job of mowing the grass this year? Or um, yeah, yeah, mow the grass. So you say, right? Oh well, I'll take the job of mowing the grass, um, and we'll leave you to that. Now, if you can't mow the grass for a particular week or something, we expect you to go and find someone else to do it. So that's how we get most of our things done. We. We don't. We just have a task, and we ask people if they can do that for us.
0: And you've been trying as well. I know you, from previous conversations, you're trying to get sort of young people involved and learning some skills, as yeah. well with some of the equipment you've got out here at the moment.
1: Yeah, we've got. Um, we've just purchased, or at the beginning of this year, we just purchased an old um, um, bulldozer. So now we've got we've got a tractor with a rotary hoe we've got a, we've got a backhoe oh we've got a pardon, not a backhoe we've got a bobcat and we've got a bulldozer um, and what we're trying to do is to get the younger people involved in that so um, uh, we're trying to get some funding to do training because we think we're going to get to the stage where we'll have potentially um, you know there might be an accident and then there might be some you know consequences as a result of us just letting people young people drive the vehicles so we've got some funding applications out um, to get some get some training because we would get a trainer up from Port Hedland we're talking a trainer at Port Hedland at the moment to come up and maybe do you know four or five of the younger people uh, to do the bobcat Um, and then see they could come out because every member gets a key if you pay fifty dollars they could come out and muck around for a couple of hours. Um, And if they were trained, uh, they wouldn't need supervision and we'd be comfortable that, you know, we had an 18 year old out here driving a bobcat, unsupervised because he'd been trained properly. And the other thing we're trying to do with our younger people is to get them to come to committee meetings, not necessarily be a member of the committee, but just come and sit. So we want to demystify committees. So, for instance, if we've got a couple of young people who who have been sit, who come to three or four committee meetings and then we say we're looking for people to, you know, be on the committee, it may well be that, you know, they say, well, I've been to these committees, there's no big deal. Well, I'll go to this committee meeting. And then, OK, so they sit on the committee for a year or a couple of years and all of a sudden it's completely demystified. Um, they've got some equity in, in the club because they're a committee member uh, and then, you know, they can be the secretary or the you know the vice president so that's the other thing we're trying to do
0: it's a fantastic strategy and I just love the fact that you're you know trying to train up some young people and and it's really sort of diversifying what the motocross club is you know when you're bringing mm. in those elements and the other skills required yeah um, obviously you've, you know you've had your time as a project manager and you, you spoke about you know building multi-story multi, multi-million dollar buildings Working at a small regional committee like this, or working on a small regional community our committee,
1: what what have you learnt in your in your time? Um, what I've learnt is that um, everything is about people. It's all about people. For instance, if if um, if if you wanted to build a thirty-story building, let's say you, you could get a monkey to do the first floor. And once the once those monkeys did the first floor you could tell them just to go and do another 29 and there'd be 30 of them but it, it's it's the people it, it, it's the monkeys that did the work it's a bad analogy but if you get a strong committee like we've got it's the people that drive it the poor you know the pouring of the concrete and the digging up of the ground and all that that's you know it's it's done by people at the end at the end of the day so I think if you can galvanize a a group of people uh, and they've all got the same aim and they've all got equity in in the outcome that's corporate speak for being involved in the outcome um, you can move mountains you have a look at what what our little club has done in the last three years Um, we had a little couple of weeks ago, we had um, uh, a big meeting, two day championships, and we had a <clears throat> big, very big team from down south come up, sponsored by um, Shell Motorsport. And one of the Shell Motorsport guys was up here, and um, we brought him out and we thanked him for, for bringing his team up and you know showing so much respect for a little town, and he said that this is the second best motocross track in WA. Yeah, wow. And he said, if you guys put lights up here and improve your amenities <clears throat> for overnight stays, he said this will be the equal of Manji which is almost world renowned. That's probably a little bit of an overstatement, but it is Australia renowned as being one of the best tracks. Yeah. Right. And just taking a back, just going back a little bit to what you were saying before, this club is not just about going round and round the circles on motorbikes. Th- this is more about community cohesion, giving people you know things to do together, Um, teaching kids by example respect because if you see the way the committee deal with each other and the way that all the mums and dads deal with each other, if, if that's the environment that the children are brought up in, that's what they'll be, they'll just reflect what we are and so not only do we love going round and round circles on motorbikes, but we love to see the kids respond to that type of respectful behaviour to each other. Um, my personal hate is young men treating young girlfriends, you know, not as well as I'd like, and I, I take up that, and um, and I love it because we have two, three. At the moment, young women riding motorbikes, um, and they're really good and they're really competitive. And um, I, I haven't heard, the, the, I haven't heard the comment, "You ride like a girl" for a long time. And yeah. uh, I like that. I, yeah. I think that's really good. So, r- you lot ride like a girl. That's out the door. And it's a small start. To you know, really good behaviour, especially from males, and generally we don't behave all that well, us fellas. You know, I mean, we need a bit of a, you know, we need some warm up every now and then. So, um, yeah, we're just not about motorbikes. We're we're much more than that. And that sort of interaction
0: between, you know, an elderly, elderly steersman like yourself mm. or an elder steersman like yourself, and, and those young people, couldn't be must be a healthy thing too of getting people that wouldn't normally maybe hang out together together in that space and learning is is got to be some yeah, value th- in that. I
1: think there, I think there are some positives. Um, uh, well, if we're talking about my age, I think there are some positives there. Um, not so much from. Um, from how to ride a motorbike because a lot of these blokes um, well most of these blokes are a fair bit better than me but um, you can't tell them anything anyway so you don't bother (laughs) and um, you can't tell them that um, um, the guy that drives that Formula 1 car um, Hamilton so he's won five world championships right he has two driving coaches now you try and tell these fellows here listen I don't I don't know how to do it but I know what to do? No, you can't tell them. But what? one of the things that I think is good is that n- now in my later years, whatever speed I've had, I've lost. And so I consistently come last, but I get a lot of joy out of it. And I hope that these young people say, have a look at that old coot. He's going around and around, he's having a laugh, and he's having a good old time and he's coming last, but he still turns up. You know, that's important. You know, to the, especially to these young fellas that, you know, they're a bit like roosters. You know, you've got to say, look, you know, that, that old bloke's going round and round and he doesn't care about anything except having fun, good competition, good friends. So I'm hoping that some of that wears off.
0: Look, I think some of it already has worn off. And I, I think uh, the Remote Cross Club would be pretty happy that you put your hand up uh, that night around the campsite after a few beers and, and joined up. But uh, look, thanks so much. you volunteer champion of Broom, You certainly are one of those Uh, Thank you so much for your time today and uh, all the best for the future.
1: Pleasure. Thank you.
0: This podcast is a collaboration between Broom Circle, Shire of Broom and Galari Media. We're better together.